author of One Rental at a Time. And today is Wednesday, April 14th, and this is your daily financial news. This is a show we do at 7.30 a.m. six days a week, and then tomorrow, Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. This is a show where I essentially do what I've been doing the last 30 years, which is reading about the markets, trying to figure out what's going on with cost of capital, the consumers, so that I can make intelligent investment decisions in our real estate portfolio. Before I get going with the news, I want to let you know about something exciting happening in our online course. Ryan Nickel has completed just a lot of content around seller financing. Uh, I'm reviewing that material today. I fully expect to have it in the course, let's say by tomorrow, just to uh, give myself some time because I have other stuff going on. But yeah, we will be adding a new section called seller financing. That is on top of a new section we added about four months ago uh, called Raising Private Money. So again, how to get started one rental at a time is growing. We are adding content. We are getting other experts and domain expertise added, and we will continue to do that. So uh, we all should thank Ryan, Ryan Nickel, uh, for doing that. Uh, The material will be up again, let's say, by tomorrow. Uh, And seller financing is an interesting topic because... It really plays on two sides. One, where uh, you know the seller kind of owns it free and clear, might be open to seller financing, things of that nature, may carrying a mortgage. Or on the other end, which I think is going to be very useful in the near future, is they don't have a lot of equity and they need to get out because of other life events. So uh, Ryan's doing us a huge favor, kind of... Uh, taking charge of really building out the base of that and we will of course add more to it as we go forward. In addition to that, I put out a video yesterday with one of our experts, uh, Omar, talking about my biggest regret. And if you haven't seen that yet, one of the things in there, both Omar and I took a challenge. He is going to be building out a 2021 collage of all of his content and then Uh, What I am going to be doing with your help is building out a collage of book selfies. So if you want to be a part of this, you want to be a part of my memory as we go through the next month, quarter, and year, send me book selfies. If you want to have some fun, tag me on Instagram. If you're in the group, you can post it there. If you've read the book, my email is in the book all over the place. So however you choose to get it to me, I would greatly appreciate it. Again, it's, it's going to be fun for me to kind of look at that. And if I get enough book selfies, something I am playing with is I actually might get a TV monitor at the hub, which is an office building I own in Fresno, and just have a reoccurring loop of all the different book selfies, having it kind of shown out at the street. That's That might be fun to do. So anyways, as we get on to the daily financial news, the big news of the day, at least for me, kind of twofold. One is Coinbase will be trading today. Uh, I do not have a dog in the fight. I won't be buying the stock. I'm not a stock guy. But sometimes a company comes out and you're like, I'm going to have to see how the market behaves and and see what's going on here. I think Coinbase is going to be interesting. I think it is going to have a lot of demand. I think it's going to be the way that institutions get crypto exposure without buying crypto. There's a lot of rules and regulations on Wall Street, as there should be. Money is important. But now that there will be a stock traded on the open market, in this case, NASDAQ, I suspect 
And again, we'll see. Uh, there are going to be a lot of institutions that add Coinbase to their portfolios so that they can tell their investors, yes, we have expo exposure to crypto. Before this, they would have chosen MicroStrategy or PayPal or, or uh, Square as a way to play it. Now they've got the exchange. That's what I'm thinking. So here's an over-under. I do this occasionally. It doesn't really matter where coin opens today, which is their symbol. I want to do an over-under of 600 closing trade of the day, Wednesday the 14th. Do you think it closes, not opens, closes above 600 or below? Let me know what you think. Leave comments below. Just be fun. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm going to go over. Let's see what happens. Okay. Next up, banks. I told you this was coming. I told you, I told you, I told you. It's, it's embarrassing. Sometimes you can read the playbook and you've seen, you've been, I've been doing this 30 years. And if you go back and watch the videos from last April, when all the banks were putting out these large reserves for bad debt, I told you then that they were over-reserving and they would use this to pad the bottom line once this event was over. I told you that a year ago. And lo and behold, JP Morgan reverses $5.2 billion. Wells Fargo, being a little bit more managed, they, they uh, let a billion, just call it a billion dollars uh, of bad debt reverse, which again falls to the bottom line. So again, it's, you know, it feels good. Uh, it feels good that repetition, consistency allows you to kind of see their playbook. So there you go. Uh, Goldman crushed their earnings. Uh, a couple of things kind of stood out to me. They have been the largest beneficiary of SPACs, special purpose acquisition companies, blank check companies. They had 498% growth for year on year. That's wild. That's wild. 500%. It's not like Goldman's been around seven seconds, right? They've been around forever. And they just posted a 500% growth year on year. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, mortgage demand, both refi and purchase, down, down, down. It is going to be interesting. Um, it was down. Mortgage refi was down 5% week on week. Uh, down 31% year on year, and purchase demand was down 1% week on week. Um, I just saw a comment here come up about Coinbase. I'll just address it real quick. They've they've talked about a, uh, I don't I forget what they call it, a, a reference price of $250. That is not going to be the first public trade. Uh, that is going to be what. Uh, insiders, you know, special folks want to get, we'll, we'll get the 250. But I guarantee you that first trade, man, I, I'd be shocked if it's not over 400. This thing is oversubscribed. So that 250 number they're throwing all over CNBC, that's a number that you and I can't get uh, as uh, usually happens on IPOs, right? There's a, there's a special price for insiders. And then there's kind of everybody else. That was a big thing back in the day. You, if you get in on IPOs, you made a big spread right away. Anyway, uh, earnings, back to earnings, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, kind of retail, uh, came out with, um, I don't know, bad numbers, right? 
Uh, Q4 was down 16%. Uh, again, they're in a turnaround mode, but again, in a quarter which had stimulus and um, you know was starting to come out of it to have uh, retail sales down 16% is not a good look. Not sure if that's a signal for other retailers or if it's just a signal that Bed Bath & Beyond has had better days. But at least it's something I, I'm noting like, okay, watch other retailers because maybe the consumer is done shopping. Maybe the consumer is doing experiences. I don't know. But uh, that was the first retailer that came out that I'm like, ooh, that hurt. And again, for me, it's about the consumer. I care less about Bed Bath & Beyond don't have the stock, won't, won't ever have the stock. It's all about the consumer for me. Uh, airlines, again, I told you this was coming three or four weeks ago. They're getting upgraded. JetBlue, Spirit, Southwest all got upgraded uh, today. Uh, something that stood out at me, remember short two weeks ago when Arkegos imploded? That's that uh, a family office who I think laddered up like 500% on um, Discovery Channel and, and whatnot. Can you believe that Credit Suisse is still unloading? Man, talk about slow out the gate. Wasn't it Morgan Stanley that unloaded like the Friday before it was known and then Goldman and everybody else exited Monday morning? Are you, You're still unloading? Jeez, a little bit slow. Uh, I, think you're, uh, I think your shareholders are going to not be too happy with you. Uh, Saw this yesterday, and it's actually why I created that video yesterday afternoon, that live stream. When is the housing market going to crash? Uh, I got an alert on my search that it's a growing Google search. So if you haven't seen that video, you need to check it out. We've had three housing crashes of note in the last, call it 100 years, uh, three unique reasons. Uh, and I wanted to talk about them, and I give you my prediction on when the next housing crash is going to happen. Uh, so if you haven't seen that yet, take a look. It was a live stream, just like all my videos. I don't edit. I just talk live, and we just move on with our day. Uh, inflation's up. Everything's more expensive. I can't believe you know, it only came out at 2.6 CPI. I really, I really think next month is over 4. Right? The Fed is talking about, hey, we need it to stay above 2 for a while. I think they're going to get over 4 next month, which will be interesting. And... Uh, Today's Wednesday, so we've got a couple of our experts coming up. We hopefully will have Anna Kelly uh, here in about 20 minutes. Uh, and we got Matt, the mortgage guy, at 9.30. So a couple of great experts for you. You have a wonderful day. Remember, today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Give me some thumbs up if you're still watching. And, of course, subscribe to the channel. I think you still have a couple of minutes uh, to tell your friends that you were f part of the first 18,000. We're really close to that mark, and uh, we will just keep growing. We will keep producing original content. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.